Yeah, here. We're fine. Cool. All right. Right. Right, right on. <laughs> Starting off. <laughs> Starting off good with my best Rob Schneider impersonation. Best Rob Schneider brown face impersonation. Oh, good gosh, man. Is it really brown face, though? Because he is Filipino. <sighs> Not to be that guy, but he's like a quarter Filipino. <laughs> That's it? He's only yeah. a quarter? Yeah. What's the good quarter? So I'm not saying he's not Filipino. Yeah. But I'm also saying he's very white. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Did you find a soundboard for real? Yes. Nice. On what? You bombs world? Uh, I don't know. I'm on the realm of darkness.net. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, there he's we go. on the Silk Road. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Outrageous. Let me, let me just adjust these levels. Do you have a dongle? We could like put your phone right up into the mixer for the soundboard stuff. I mean, it's funnier like this, though. Yeah, just, you just, just hold it. Just <laughs> it. Just Looks not even going to participate in this podcast. No. He's just going to be. We've on now the turned prom. this into a morning radio show. <laughs> you know what this is? We're going to talk like this. Oh no! I don't think I'm finished torturing you yet. <laughs> Come on! Oh, oh my God! Our levels are a little whack. I'm not going to lie. But... Hello! <laughs> Hello! Hello! There we go. Hello. Oh, now I can barely hear myself. Though. I know, but I'm going to turn it up on the computer. Okay. There we oh. go. And we're not blowing it out, so there we are. Wow. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to the Garage. A music podcast. A music podcast. This might be a video. Can you turn my... We're not sure yet. Headphones. Can you turn the headphones down? Yeah, I can turn them down and touch. Thank you. You're welcome. So should we start off with the sad news? Because it's, it's kind of my MO. Yeah, sure. You know. Tribute. Tribute. Rest in peace. Betty Davis. Oh, sure. Yeah. She passed away, what? Uh, Within the past week. Yeah, a couple of days ago. 77 or so years old. Yeah. And you know what's interesting is that she, I didn't realize that like she had gone like super silent oh, yeah. right after, I mean, it was what, the three albums, right? It's like 68 to 69, she released three albums, I think. Uh, Later than that, but she did release three, recorded a fourth which yeah. eventually got released, I believe, in the mid-90s. Oh, okay. But those three albums were um, 72, 74, 75. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was Betty Davis, uh, They Say I'm Different, Nasty Gal. Yeah. And then the one, you know, it's it's one of those things where she, re- she recorded another album, but since the third one, her first major label on Island didn't do as well, they had recorded a follow-up, but like, it got shelved and scrapped and she got disillusioned with the process. And so there were like, you know, tracks roaming around, but then finally someone compiled them into some CD in nine 96 or something. Yeah. I forget that what that's called. And also that fourth one has like three different names because you know, it's released under different things. Yeah. The one that's on Spotify that was released in 2009 on here says, is it love or desire? Right. That is, um, (laughs) <laughs> that, that is. We could get sued for that one. I think. <laughs> We're not no, living. Only if we do the Inception horns, <laughs> then we get sued. Um, so yeah, Betty Betty Davis, uh, a a funk pioneer. Yeah. Um, the nasty gal herself. Yeah. Married for a brief time to Miles Davis when she was uh, early twenties, and he was approaching forty, and um, 
you know, kind of turned Miles Davis onto the youth culture and yeah. bell bottoms and afros and beads and and sunglasses, sun giant giant sunglasses. Um, yeah. There he is, oh. and uh, a big <laughs> a big influence on him because you know Miles Davis was like a suit wearing motherfucker who would like glare at guys if they played a wrong note and then she's like you gotta lay back you fucking jive turkey (laughs) and she introduced him to sly stone and Jimi hendrix and you know bitches brew and nefertiti and all you know on the corner and all that stuff was because she showed him like yeah jazz funk soul it's all the same right it's all the same gumbo you know yeah Man, Jive Turkey and Gumbo in the same monologue. I, I did, man. <laughs> do I get? Do I get? Yeah, I was just like, fuck, I wish I points? had. A... <laughs> Can we get one? It's <laughs> the closest one button I had, guys. <laughs> you know? Oh, oh my god. Um, so yeah, and yeah, she, uh, you know, so she cut some albums after, not, you know, separating from Miles Davis or divorcing, or whatever. Um, put out a handful of albums. And uh, very uh, in your face. Uh, I wouldn't say explicit, but you know, no, not uh, very upfront sexually, and oh yeah, you know, very women's liberation, and yeah. you know, yeah, like uh, flipping the script, just right. I think like took like what the attitude that Tina Turner had, sure, and just like said it out loud, kind of yeah. right, like yeah. very explicitly, but not yeah. like explicitly though, like. Because, like, obviously she's, like, the nasty, you know, girl. Like, you know, that's the whole vibe. But in the same token, it's almost like, I mean, you got to, like, dig how they used, like, euphemism so well Mm -hmm. and artfully. Mm -hmm. And, like, obviously it's the birth of, like, you know, the WAP. Mm -hmm. So that we have now in, like, music. And, like, like, WAP is completely all like that's a betty davis song it's just it's saying it ex- yeah. you know way more explicitly right, where right. betty davis was like would say it in a lot of ways but not like you know like he was a big freak like yeah. and just describe like you know how he was a freak yeah and just like yeah. you could take it one way because it's just you know the lyrics are one way but obviously everybody knows that it's you know yeah i'll say someone who really loved her and like became a huge follow of her and affected his music a lot Rick James. So if you think of that Rick James style of it's, it's kind of slinky and sexy and kind of almost like a punk rock type of funk. Right. Cause Betty Davis, she sings everything like this and she just goes. It's so gritty. Yeah. It's yeah. But she can actually sing. Oh yeah. I mean, like there's, you know what I mean? Not Uh, like the non grit. Well, like uh, she can do that too. The closer on, they say I'm different, like special people. Mm -hmm. Like that song was so, you know what I mean? And you're just, it gives it like, it gives it texture to the, to the record where you're just like, Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. Great Um, records. That first one, the self-titled is, uh, was produced by the drummer for Sly and the Family Stone. Uh, the Larry Graham played bass on it. Mike Rico, the drummer, the producer, played drums on it. Merle Saunders, who was a keyboard player in the 70s and 80s and maybe till 90s. I think he died in the 90s. Played with Jerry Garcia. Thank you. That's when you have to give me a... <laughs> thanks, man. Or just like a... I don't have a thanks, Jerry, drop. <laughs> We can record one. Like, hey man. But like this, so that first record has like, oh, um, 
Neil Sean from Santana yeah. is on it. So she has a lot of like pros on the first record. And then she kind of replicates the same similar sound on the next two records and has just different people, not all the well-known people. And she self-produced the next two records. And, um, yeah, well, I was, what I really enjoyed heavy, like heavy clavinet on everything. Oh yeah. Right, Crazy right, heavy. right, right. That was one of my just favorite like, parts. Cause it just gives it that like bite. Like, yeah. Like, and that. like great, great. Uh. Cause there's like two layers of of clavin out on everything so you yeah. hear a lot of like solo like lines throughout i love when it's like the the clavinet follows like the guitar right so it gives you that yeah extra punch behind it sounds so good um like i love that song uh don't you call her no tramp yeah. just like the like don't you call her no tramp yeah. like just that whole yeah the it's yeah. just like yeah. liquidy L- very layered and yeah. um it also is like very like um uh, Parliament Funkadelic, mm. oh, yeah. but like yeah. on its own terms. Well, because even still, like if, if it's you not look so at the slinky, do you have mm. this record? The the cover for this for they say I'm different has totally got like well, Zulu that. Nation, right? Or right. That was yeah, a, yeah, like a, futuristic. Yeah. yeah, that's a point I wanted to bring up too. Is how she was definitely like in big way into the Afro futurism yeah. movement, right, right. which was like you know that whole. I mean, I love that space as a place like Sun Ra and yeah. her and mm. Parliament Funkadelic. Yep. I like it's one of my favorite things of of that like era. So I also love like that whole aspect of it. Yeah. Cuz you know, if you're going to be like a, you know, got to be a mm. crazy sex alien. Yeah. Right. It's it's <laughs> yeah. it's like the little Richard vibe just It's brought. the little Richard vibe, it's the prince vibe, it's the it's that sort of yeah. like like uniquely like individual, like a very very but with all that, you know, all that yeah. stuff on it. Yeah. No har- no holds barred and Yeah. Um yeah, producing your own stuff as a woman, as, as a black woman in the mid-70s. And unfortunately, you know, not great success sales-wise, but huge success influence-wise. So, which yeah, if you know, you know. more important. Yeah, I mean. Right. But I think that that definite, like, the Tina Turner bridge to, like, that Rick James Prince stuff. Or, yeah. You know, yeah, well, you're just, and it's like, uh, the other thing I like about it is it's, it's, well, obviously it's all that stuff we've said, but it's also just like really great da- like dance music yeah. yeah um early that it's like that early dance music like i feel like they were hitting it like she like that first record is mm. way more danceable than like the early parliament funkadelic records from that like mm. era i think you yeah, know what i P- mean Fun- like the p-funk stuff like it's it's way more psychedelic in the early 70s yeah. where she's right, just right. like dance let's dance mm. dance dance yeah dance, the tempo dance. was much more lively more yeah. consistently than yeah because there's a lot of like funkadelic and p-funk stuff that's like well there's a whole side of maggot brain that's just a guitar solo you know what i mean where right, this is right. like dancing. don't talk down on that oh it's a great Blasphemy. it's isn't great isn't that the dude that just like rolled I, danced, in? I danced to it isn't that the dude um who just like rolled into who's like hanging outside the studio or something no, what that's, was that story it's eddie, that's eddie hazel plays that yeah. whole solo that story is off of a different album but, if i um, if i had my es my brain powers i would know it but yeah eh, what you gonna do i forget what's no called. that that solo on maggot brain though there's like that's like a full band recording and yeah. they just strip the all the band and just yeah. it's the guitar so right. you can't really hear anything else but it's a great guitar solo but what, yeah. what i'm saying is yeah. her music is dance music in a time where yeah. like before that dance music was just like james brown and like the mashed potato and the watusi and like all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and she was just like this is its own culture now so 
and right. I, I think you know di- pre disco all yeah. that all that good shit. Also, shout out to th- this particular record uh, because we did talk about her for the woman uh, yes. women rock episode that we did last year. Last year, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want to hear more on Betty Davis, yeah, we great speak, stuff. We speak to her a bit um, at length on that one. Very. Uh, impactful and just an artist who like did her thing until she was like 35 and then was like i'm just gonna go live my quiet life and yeah that's what's so crazy about it though because you're like it's it's like it's like the um i don't know i respect it yeah no no no, i i I 100 percent. yeah that's what i'm saying like to just come in record this body of music and drop it and have it be like what we've talked about it being you know what i mean yeah and then just to like yeah, it's like there's nothing. She didn't have sales, man. But there's nothing bad either. That's the that's the thing. That's it's it's, I'm, it's yeah. almost like the. I mean, in the you're right. There's the no sales part of it. it that's the bummer yeah. of it. And she was like, signed to Islands, and I'm sure they put some money behind her, yeah. and then it didn't sell. And it's weird though, because like you've got like a group like par- Parliament that just keeps going and going and going and going yeah. and going, and then like Betty Davis, like just so talented and can't, you know. Yeah. But. But yeah, influence yeah. on her own influence on Miles Davis's stuff. Um, she was a girlfriend of Robert Palmer. Okay. Addicted to love guy. Addicted to love guy. <laughs> and she, uh, can we get a, that's like a perfect yeah. one for, uh, Guys, I, I need a, I need a thing Do you have a, a sound here. drop that's just women standing and pretending to play guitar silently? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, she was his yeah. girlfriend and she got him signed to Island Records, um, yeah. by, you know, bring him around and introduce him to the right people. And, yeah, badass music, man. Yeah, really good. I had funky. no problem listening to all three albums. Well, just like oh. the the main three there. Yeah, yeah. Just front to back. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I thought this was gonna be like just. Wait, what was that for? Oh, it, it doesn't was, even give you. It the... didn't even fucking explode. <laughs> oh, come on! They ripped you off on that soundboard. Damn you, E-Bombs world. <laughs> your shitty soundboards. You want to- I'll go another 14 years without going to your site. <laughs> I know, I know, right? But they were. They were like the OGs, man. Well, that was it was a regular website. Oh. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. Can- <laughs> it's... That, yeah. We need that one. <laughs> that's a regular. R.I.P. to Betty Davis. Davis. Oh man. Oh my god. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Betty Davis. If you haven't listened to her, check her out. She's amazing. If my yeah. soundboards have offended anybody, I'm very sorry. <laughs> I'm, this is sorry. new here. This is a new thing. We're trying to add too many elements at once. Yeah. And yeah, you could listen to all of her music in about two hours. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 It's so good. Yeah. Um. Right on. Well, what have you guys been listening to lately? I've, I've, I've <laughs> right, right on. Um, That's when we have to play our our like luau music. <laughs> also, how many times has Jeff like dead stared the camera while me and you were doing stupid shit in this episode already? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't noticed. <laughs> yep. In post, we're gonna put a sign that comes out that says, "I had no part in this." <laughs> Oh man! What so, have we been listening to lately? Yeah, Let me I can get kick, my notes. I can kick it off a touch if you like. Well, kick, kick, can I kick, kick it? Yes, you can. Thank you very much, <laughs> Mr. Um, Dinkins. Please. So last week, yeah, last week we had Phil Lombardo on her podcast, and we were talking about like hip hop albums. So naturally, I kind of like went down the 
the Wu-Tang rabbit hole, to be more specific. The foxhole. <laughs> With your flag planted. Yes, I've been in Shaolin Temple for the last week and a half now. Um, and um, one thing that I hadn't really done, right? I mean, 36 Chambers is the album, and then Wu-Tang Forever, which was uh, released in 97, um, lightly listened to that record. But 36 Chambers was the one. I think that was 94. I think it was 94, 95 that that came out. I will let you go while you continue talking. It's 93 or 94. Definitely not 95. Yeah, it's got to be 93. 93. Same day as? Huh? Same day as? What? What album also dropped the same day in 1993? I don't know. Please tell us. I don't know either. Oh, come on. It, it, it did drop like the same day as two other big albums. So. It, I mean, 19, if you're talking like famous hip hop, maybe like, uh, I don't know, like the infamous Mob Deep. That sounds about right. Maybe like a big, big pun album. I'm thinking, I thought it was Illmatic. Mm. I think you're right. Mm. I think it is Illmatic. Yeah, because I watched yeah. a couple of RZA interviews this past week too, and he would he had made reference to Illmatic, so that would, that would make sense. It's no? a week apart, right? Nope, year apart. April nineteenth, nineteen ninety four. Illmatic is released. Illmatic. Yeah, man, I'm losing all my street cred. Ah, man, <laughs> can't walk the streets, man. <laughs> um, well, so yeah, so I've been going down that rabbit hole, and I I had never really. You've listened. never listened to the W. Um, I'm sure from I, I like mean, 2000. That's the one. Yeah, I'm sure I have, but that's not what I was. What I what I was yeah. really going for was I was going for 36 chambers, right? And then right after 36 chambers is released, that's when you see like the solo. Oh sure, albums drop. So um, Cuban links. Cub- yeah. So Liquid yeah. Swords. Liquid Swords. J- the Jizza. Uh, Iron Man. Ghostface Killer. Um, the return. I think it was Return of 36. The 36 chambers. That was the ODB album. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of any other ones. I, th- I think Inspector Deck did eventually release something solo. I don't know if you God ever did. Dude, I watched a crazy interview with Inspector you, God. Inspector Deck is in Zarface now. He's in Zarface now. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I, but I watched an interview with uh, you, God. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen like Vlad TV interviews. Yeah. Like It was him interviewing. And, dude, there were moments where I was like, dude, this dude is no fucking joke like this guy crack cocaine is a hell of a drug dude it would but it was just so intense in the way that he was answering these questions because because like vlad would ask him he'd be like so you know when you guys had recorded this one song that one time like did you kind of feel like that would be a hit and he's just like what kind of fucking bullshit question is that like he just goes off like on so aggressively but then he kind of gives you this weird smirk sometimes so you're like is it like I am crazy. No, you guys, <laughs> no, you. Mike, you guys stay hard. <laughs> he scared like, me. You got scared me. I was like, oh my God, man. This dude yeah, looks like he would fuck all, you up. I mean, not I don't all. Like, not to lump I don't in, like but... when people are mean to Nardwar either. It makes <laughs> oh, me upset. That's, that's I'm, such a, I'm that's... like, don't be mean to Nardwar. Yeah, with his, with his weird <laughs> like <laughs> Scottish golfman's hat. Um, but yeah, so uh, hi there, day. Tyler, the creator. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Henry Rollins. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I mean, yeah, you know. So so you you said all those album names. Did, did that mean you listened to those right. this week? Oh, okay. So yeah, the one that I will say of them, my favorite, I think, is Liquid Swords. S- Swords. Swords. You have to say it like Rizza says it. Liquid <laughs> yes. Swords. Um, That's your favorite. Yeah, it's just so, dude. I mean, it's, it is really good. It's so good. I love it. I mean, okay, for Cuban Links, obviously, is like the. 
I think yeah. that's the of the lot of the like that first wave. I think that was the my favorite. I should say. Well, yeah, yeah no, that's Liquid's, my, that's my favorite. Yeah, but of the ones that I've listened to, Liquid Swords was my favorite. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not. I guess I'm not counting for Cuban Links because I didn't. That's not one that I was listening to this past week. Liquid Swords is out of those is probably the one I have listened to the most. Yeah, but only built for Cuban Links. I think because it's Ghostface and Raekwon, kind of. Even though it's yeah. Raekwon's thing, Ghostface is on eighty percent of the songs. I think. It, what's interesting so. is I didn't. I didn't love. Iron Man, that record, the, go, the the first Ghostface. Yeah, it's it's good. I mean, Ghostface, he's my favorite of their entire group. Yeah, huh? Overall, yeah. I just think his output has been the most, um, you yeah, know, lyrical put, dexterity and yeah. most consistent. And yeah, because he put out a bunch that have been really good. Fish Scale was really good. Mm. Uh, what's another one released in the two thousands? Like of his. I think he, he yeah, yeah he kept going though right like when it came to releases like uh, people everybody he else kind of like started slowing down but he kind of yeah he did one like seven years ago that I really liked too twenty nineteen one, one of the last albums I ever bought Ghostface Killers are you talking about uh, RZA is that who no, you were no Ghostface about? Ghostface Killer probably an album from twenty thirteen Ghost Files I will get that for you Sour Soul thirty six uh, seasons t- twelve reasons to die yes. And it's produced by one man who's kind of like a Quincy Jones type. Uh, Apollo Brown is who it's produced by. Mm. Uh, Riza Adrian Young. That's his name, Adrian Young. Yep. Oh, I see it. Okay. With an E on Young. Yes. Correct. Um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I've i never been... I've always liked Wu-Tang Clan, but also it's like... It's, ru- it's rough to listen yeah, to Yeah, it's sometimes. music that like I, I appreciate, it, but like... It's crime and crime, and so I can't fully connect to it. Yeah, right, right. And, and it's a lot of twisty uh, regional lingo and stuff, so it's like, I, I understand what you're saying, but also <laughs> yeah. I don't really understand either. Right, right. I got you. I like it if it's on. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like... But you're, 36 you're, Chambers you're, you're, is the... That's, yeah, you're, that's like the... You're digging, you're digging your, your shovel a little deeper. Yeah, I'm trying to get a little bit deeper because, like, I've always loved Wu Tang for right. sure, and I've always, especially Thirty Six Chambers. That's like one of my favorite hip hop albums of all time. But, um, but yeah, you know, well said. Yeah, because it it is just me trying to dig a little bit deeper. Obviously, I really enjoyed ODB's album because I mean, he's yeah, 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 yeah. come on, baby, baby, come on. When he starts yeah, doing yeah, that yeah, stuff, it's I like, mean, dude, he's so like I love ODB. He's probably my favorite. Yeah, he's so he's so wild. Wu Tang. Yeah. He is so so just wild because the that first solo album is so just I don't know I feel like it's I, I just love the how out there it is and the yeah. vocal the vocaling vocalization you know yeah oh, supreme clientele that's the Ghostface one I couldn't think of if it's you, his second if you you're going down the Wu Tang the I mean I like Zarface a lot that's uh yeah Inspector Dex in that I group know. And, and you've recommended them to me and I just haven't listened I to them love yeah, that I know. Group. I should get, I should they're get just that. fun and yeah. it's like. Uh, like Jeff said, like some stuff is like a bit weighty sometimes, like topic wise. So like this is it's more like on, they're fun. It's songs about drug deals gone wrong and yeah. murdering people. And, and yeah, Starface <laughs> is more like comic books and you I know, also, like I, Star Wars and yeah, that kind of reference, which I can you know relate to a bit more. You know, I also did Method Man's first album, Takal. Mm-hmm. You ever listen to that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, it was good. It's but I just album. loved the Jizzo record like so much. I don't know. Liquid Swords was just my... It was just way was, better. The, the quality. There's just something about... Well, because no matter what, there is a beats, right? So they're automatically going to have sort of a lo-fi feel to them. You know what I mean? Like, they just have this kind of a vibe. 
Um, and you know, and it's like a lot of like the it's a uh, like it's a crate, movie crate stuff. digger vibe. Yeah, it's just yeah. so badass, man. If I found it, oh my god, I'd be so excited if I found that on record. Oh well, you know, um, there you go. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it, doing. So yeah, it's been for me. It's been a lot of Wu Tang. And Greek music, but I've talked that to death, so we don't have to talk about that anymore. Wu-Tang. Now, what you got to do is take Greek folk music, chop it up like how they chopped up soul and kung fu music. That's not a bad idea. You got a computer, man. Stamos Yahoo over here. Stamos Yahoo. <laughs> Can we get a Where's the soundboard? <laughs> Guys. <laughs> we need the we need the uh, score from, uh, <laughs> from Gladiators. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, what I, very, yeah. I can do that because I'm Greek. That's right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it's, you know, it's been fun, man. It's been fun doing the hip-hop thing, you know? So. Like, Jeffrey, what have you been listening to, dude? Um, I've been listening to a lot. I listened to a new, new-to-me artist um, called Dan's CM, and she is a singer and synth player and producer and she makes uh pretty po- i wouldn't say poppy like radio but yeah you know catchy analog synth based music you could call it like dream pop or electro pop or you know whatever you want to yeah yeah categorize um but very nice music and she runs an instagram account that i wasn't aware that she was an artist but she runs an instagram account that i've been following for a long time and then she like ha- tagged some like a score she did for a movie. And I was like, Oh shit. I didn't know she made music. Yeah. Um, that Instagram account ver- worthwhile is synth underscore history. Oh, I follow that page. Cause you follow that page. That's a great oh, okay. page. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 You posted something from yeah. them before. And I was like that, this page is yeah. great. So it's like, it's a Instagram page. It has a lot of like old advertisements of synths. It has old clips of synths. It has new clips and new artists and, she has a lot of great playlists on Spotify. If you same thing, synth history is her profile on there, and uh, you can. She has many mixes that are really cool, and so Dan CM. Uh, she goes by Dan CM now. D A N Z. Yep. C and then CM because she, her artist name was Computer Magic. She did like a, a mm. run of singles and EPs and I think like three studio albums as computer magic. But then maybe two years ago started going by Dan CM cause her name is Danielle or yeah. and she goes by Dan's um, really cool. The, the album uh, particularly I was listening to is her latest full length. It's called the absurdity of human existence. <laughs> uh, and it's great. It's, I looked at the credits and I mean, you know, Wikipedia is sometimes wrong, but it looks like she did everything for the album, uh, played everything on it, sang everything, and produced it. And Ooh, a timely 38 minutes. Yeah, and it's it's really good. It's like... It's, it's, and 25 seconds. And it, there's a lot of, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like emotional, dreamy, but, but catchy, and I wouldn't say dancey. It's not like pumping, like... But it yeah. is, it's, you know, drum machines and stuff, so... yeah. Really like, cool. Uh, is it like, kind of like ambient in a Forever Twenty One kind of thing? That's my vibe lately. Oh uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a little weightier than that because she does use like real cool, you know, old Moogs and Voyagers. So there's and a lot stuff. of like texture to the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just like that. New, there's a lot of that new style where it's kind of like, yeah. but it's yeah, man. It's there's a lot of pan that. work. Like there's a lot of like sequences 
you know, using a sweet sequencer of like, let's say the line is like do 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 do. It'll be like do 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 do. It'll be bouncing around. It's very atmosphere. You know, there's a lot of space in the in the recording. Um, so I've been enjoying that. Uh, I've been joining this artist I've listened to for, um, I would say like the last five years. It's a Canadian artist who goes by the name Bahamas. And it's the band or project of uh, a guy named Afi. Uh, I never remember his last name. Uh, Yervanen. Afi Yervanen. Um, Bahamas, really good music. That's like him as a singer-songwriter. And then it'll be like Pino Palladino, laid-back R&B bass with very sparse drums. And he usually has like two female singers doing oohs and ahs and harmonies and he is like a really, really um, skilled guitar player, but it's one of those kind of guitar players where it's like barely play anything mm-hmm. and then just like just the right notes during a little solo instrumental break or whatever. And it's like very great tones, great like we're on the edge of fuzz type of broken up speaker sound. And um, it's music that is really nice this time of year when yeah. – you know, sometimes the days are 30 degrees, 10 degrees, 60 like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 pretty, you know, it's it's feels music, I would say, mm. without being heavy or like because he's 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 a funny guy. He has funny YouTube videos and it's all it's like tongue in cheek. His last full length album is called Sad Hunk. And it's, it's <laughs> and that. it's like it's like the indie version of the John Mayer sob oh, rock because yeah, mm-hmm. he's like, you know, now he has a mustache. He's wearing like shorts and like a sweatshirt and oh yeah just looking like a goof and yeah and ba- he's Bahamas, he's like i feel like i've heard of this band yeah that's before. a great album cover and he that's he, such he, a good he's album like, cover. he's like a 40 year old dad of like two girls and you know he but the music is so great especially if you if you can listen to his albums i believe he has put out uh four or five full lengths yeah. in the past 12 years and um if you check out any of his live sessions, like him with his band in a room, it it's what the album is, is because everybody's like so locked in, yeah. like just play what's necessary. What there's no need to ever be like don't 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 like it's all very uh, subtle and supple and yeah. Um, yeah, man, Sad Hunk looks like a fucking bang. Yeah, Earth, right. Yeah. I don't even. I, They're I've all great. To it. Earth tones it just looks so good. Uh, Pink Strat is first album. Afi is Bahamas is another album. Like yeah. he has great albums. Um other artists I've been listening to, uh this album Impressions for Headphones is the name of the album. It's by an artist named Brian Green, and he's a guitar player, and it's it's like twelve ish tracks of just like impression in F major or impression in C sharp minor. Like that's what they're all the tracks are. And I would call it lo-fi, but it's not really lo-fi. It's more like just very um, particular and detailed instrumental, like guitar-based music. And all the tracks are like a minute and 15 seconds to two and a half minutes of just kind of like background mood. mood. Yeah, and it's and it's really great. Yeah. He plays, he plays um, slide guitar or lap steel or something on a bunch of the tracks and – you know, it has it has some lo-fi type of textures because he plays through, like tape tape delay and like stuff and lo-fi hip hop though. How it's like you know more the aesthetic of it instead of the yeah, but it, it very true impressions for headphones because with headphones on you can hear n- 
the sound quality is immaculate the, of everything. The space it's everything. just like he had, you know, put some warble effects and yeah, like man. some chorus and um so that's a great album. Mm. And then I've been trying to get more into some jazz stuff. So uh Julian Lodge is a accomplished jazz guitar player and particularly his albums Arc Light and Modern Lore I've been listening to which he like is a real jazz guy who's played at like the Blue Note and the Iridium when he was like 14 years old. And he's uh, our age. And those two albums he recorded with a uh, on a Telecaster. So it kind of has this tw- country twang jazz feel. Great sound, great guitar tone. And he's just like, he's the top. As far as like playing and skills and taste and um, he's amazing. Julian Lodge, L-A-G-E. Um, but he's been putting out albums for you know fifteen years, and all of his stuff's worthwhile. Yeah, since two thousand nine, first yeah. album, uh, Sounding Point, is mm-hmm. came out two thousand nine. And uh, my last one to just shout—I mean, I've listened to a ton of stuff—is uh, Jay Dilla, uh, Donuts. Particularly, I was listening to a lot because uh, this past That's week was was the anniversary of it, its birthday, and then he had passed away within three or four days of his birthday. So that was this past week anniversary mm. i believe he died in like 2000 uh, i would say 2006 is when donuts came out and donuts came out um three or four days on his birthday so three or four days before he passed away he made the whole album uh in his hospital bed with a his mom bringing crates of records and him going through things and chopping it up with you know a, yeah. a very small digital sampler and um it's great. It's an it's an awesome piece. It's a lot of tracks. They're uh, they're mostly short, and it is very circular. And the whole uh, thing loops. Yeah, because the intro is really the last track is really the intro. The first track's really the outro, and you if you just put it on repeat, um, yeah, it's great. It's like yeah, you Check know out. the the hip hop heads, hip hop head. You know, Check out Son of the Clapper. Oh sure, yeah. on time, Jack. Yeah, on time. Right, right. That's, That's the one. Yeah, sampled. Yeah. Mountain, yeah. That's yeah. Where he's yeah. Like, you hear Leslie West on yeah, it. Yeah. He's like, on time, Jack. Yeah, yeah, because the crowd's clapping off beat. Right. So yeah. uh yeah, I've been listening to a lot, and uh my last. I guess I'll shout another one. uh Steely Dan album of the week. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Lay Don- on us. Donald Fagan's second solo album, Kamir Comma uh, Curiad, which was um the project that reunited Dal Fagan and Walter Becker, who had not worked together for twelve years, and they got together to make Donald's second album and Walter produced it and co wrote and played on it and um it's great music. It's like a concept album about driving a futuristic car. And uh <laughs> Is this uh is it is it sound anything like Neil Young's trans? No, it's so much better. It's a million <laughs> times better. And uh my favorite track, especially this, you know, for this week, is a track called Snowbound, which is like, it sounds like a jazz standard with a little bit of funk, pep in its step, and uh, excellent organ textures and like runs that are like on organ. Um, so, yeah, those are all my picks. Right on, man. Right on. Nice. Um, do we want to take a quick break? Yeah, well, I mean, we haven't taken a break yet, so we'll we, sh- we should break. Break. We're on break. Uh oh, this guy doesn't have his volume up. Oh, come on, guy. I do? This guy's trying to soundboard? No soundboard. What fail. the heck, man? Fail. Loser. Soundboard. Fail. Soundboard. Fail. How do you not? How do you do this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. I'm such an old man. Anyway, all right. Well, we'll be back. We'll be back.
Once upon a time in an old spooky town called Philadelphia, there were two comedians obsessed with the paranormal. They decided to shine light on unexplained stories and give a platform to others with equally strange tales. If you love ghosts, vampires, jokes about haunted smushrooms, then Real Chills is the podcast for you. Tune in to hear hosts Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski share theirs and other stories of truly unexplainable occurrences. You can find Real Chills anywhere podcasts are streaming. And if you or someone you know has a story of their own, reach out at realchillspodcast.com. Real spooky, real scary, Real Chills Podcast. Get out of here, Dewey. Okay, let's do it. Let's go. Luke, what have you been listening to recently? Um, I have been listening to this band called Crumb. Uh, C-R-U-M-B. Um, Jeff, that, those eyes were right. I was, I was like, oh, spelling. Um, <laughs> so Crumb uh, is a band that is from Boston. Yeah. Um, I watched their KEXP live session on YouTube um, mm. the other day, and it – it was just really, really good, um, and I uh, suggest everybody check that out. Um, it's kind of like mm. electronic-y, dancey, um, dream poppy mm. kind of music, um, but everybody plays instruments. There's like a bass player, guitar. the singer plays guitar, um, she sings, um, and then they have a uh, keyboard player, uh, drummer, and mm. it's just um, music I would... Um, think that like isn't play and it's just played with real instruments and it has like a real textured feel to it um and i really really enjoyed it their new album's called um ice melt uh came out either this year yeah this year um and i really really like it the album's named for the product ice melt which i think is like kind of endearing to name i don't know why but it's like kind of got a thing they talk about it in the interview and it's kind of interesting um but yeah, this album is just really, really good. It's got some like, um, like hazy, some of those like hazier, laid back, like that aren't so danceable. But like the music is more electronic based, um, and then it's mixed with these like great like up tempo tracks, like uh, Balloon, um, and the other track on there, uh, Retreat. I really love, and those are like more up tempo, and I really like those two tracks in particular but um definitely check out their kexp session they play mm. some earlier songs too um another song i really liked was called uh part three uh and that one starts off pretty fast and kind of mellows yeah. out but um okay. they're definitely an interesting band um i really loved like all the um, the keyboard textures and like the synths going on because there'd be like doom 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 and then they're also laying down like heavy lines of like doom doom that that kind of thing underneath. Yeah. Um. And the bass playing is like just really on and like forward and aggressive and yeah. in the pocket with the drummer and they're just doing interesting things. This was a recent. Yeah, brand one? new album came out. I'm saying the uh the KEXP performance. Oh yeah, that I think that just I think that just came out. Um, oh okay okay. And so it's just really um really great music and um. The drummer's using like drum pads in real kit, sure. Um, like a mix of the two, mm-hmm. and it comes up with you get some like really interesting beats because you're still playing like a drummer would play. Um, yeah. but you just have like the pad, and I really uh been digging that more lately. Yeah. I think like um, 
for a while, like, I didn't like that at all. But I feel like now it's more, I don't feel like people have figured out how to do it really, really, really well. Yeah, it's um, not corny. It's yeah. Not hybrid set. Is, yeah, the hy- yeah. Yeah, hybrid kit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it's just done really well now. And yeah. uh, it's, Hand know, claps and, you know, yeah, like, w- rim it, shots and stuff. You yeah. can program onto those things. I yeah. feel like people used to kind of be like, it used to be more of like a um, fad, th- like it was kind of corny. I feel like people really like. Duran like, Duran drums. Yeah. And people like, <laughs> fi- like yeah, right. I think it's integrated so well with like modern yeah. music. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, this is, like, indie music that's just run yeah. through, like, you know, a, mm-hmm. all these wonderful, like, uh, like, ethereally, you know, yeah. kind of things. Do you so, know, is this an American band? Yes. They are from Boston. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. East Coast, too. Yeah, but good. they, uh, good, good. I guess they're, like, a New York, Brooklyn band now, but yeah. um, originally, originally, yeah, we can claim... Nice. We're Connecticut. One for, yeah, one for New England. Say, we Listen, I mean, what's theirs is ours at this New point. New England got is one thing. You took the if whalers from us. you're from one of us, you're from all, we're from all of it. Right? Yeah, but if you talk like to— Like, if you hear from, like, a, ba- a band from Providence, you're like, oh, like, at least being from Connecticut, I was like, that's, yeah. all, that's mine. Well, yeah. Providence is, you know? Closer. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't claim, like, any, you know, Boston, but, you know, it's, it's close enough where you're close. like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, right, right. New England, rep in New England. You know, I, yeah. feel, I feel some closeness to Aerosmith. For sure. For sure. I'll claim that. Lord of Your Thighs over here. <laughs> Lord of Your Thighs is a good song, and I'm sick of you guys telling me it's That's not. That's what we need, we need the sound effect where he's like, wah, 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 wah. Oh, you don't think I'm not looking for it right now? Come on. Pink. Pink. If you cool. also think Crum. Lord of Your Thighs is a good song. Write <laughs> in to Get in the Garage. We're a music podcast. <laughs> the soundboard doesn't have anything from Aerosmith, unfortunately. Pink. Pink. Um, <laughs> Lord of Your Thighs. Lord of Your Thighs. Good God. Yeah, man. Come on now. Um, any, any other ones yeah. you've been listening to? I've been just uh, quite obsessed with that band. Um, mm-hmm. I also was um, on a little Kinks kick uh, going oh, yeah. on there. Kinky. Yes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> we make our own soundboard. The I feel like the Kinks, at least uh, for Americans, are like the British Invasion band that, uh, like, we obviously know you really got me. But there's a weird middle period where we don't know anything by the Kinks, and mm. uh, it's very strange. I don't. Right. I only uh, the only thing I even listen to is Power Man versus. Wonderful right. album, Power Lo- Man. Lola versus Power, Power Man, Man or versus the Money Underground. Yeah, whatever yeah. it's called. Part one. One. Yeah. Never a part two. Um, yeah. But uh, so the Kinks were a band in America. Uh, they had like a touring band, band. Uh, so they got like in trouble. They like mouthed off to somebody, and they're like, "You're not playing America." So they couldn't get a visa to come oh, over. Band. Band. Uh, I thought you meant they were a band. No. Yeah. Band. I was trying to say. Oh, okay. More. Yeah. They got. They weren't allowed to play in America. So hmm. that's why, like, you get like Kink singles are popular up to America up to like '65, kind of '66, and then that's mm-hmm. it. Um, and then they come back. Lola, when they're allowed to go tour America again, and that's mm. when you start getting Kings hits that again. That was probably seventy, maybe. Yes. Um, so that's like a really interesting thing. I always am like, oh, that's why nobody in like the UK, like they have like these bigger singles that they people are more aware of, and they're a much more important band. That was Brothers, yeah. right? Davies. Yeah, Ray and Ray Dave and Davies. Dave. Um, mm. Dave on guitar, Ray on vocals. Vocals yeah. and guitar, possibly too. Um, so I definitely listened. If I would suggest two records 
to listen to from like the missing period. It's Face to Face by the Kinks. It's I think their most classic 60s album. Um it's got um songs that we you would know like uh Actually, probably not. But um I thought another song was on here, but it's not. But um so this record has um great well it's got like dandy, but that's like a bigger hit in the UK, a hit that we wouldn't really know. House in the Country, a great rocker by the Kinks. Mm-hmm. Um and this record has um like really cool sound effects. So there's a song uh Holiday in Waikiki. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. Sorry, like, my head went there too. Holiday in Waikiki <laughs> has like um you know, like bubbly oh, cool. noises yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and stuff like that. Like um, the Sublime Bong hit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. That's Great reference. Got it. Um, the opening track, Party Line, has like telephones ringing like crazy and like them on the phone um, yeah. and stuff like that. So I really, really think this record is high quality, one of the best records mm-hmm. of the 60s. And I think just one that, you know, probably Americans aren't more familiar with. Um, Dandy's like a great song about like, you know, dressing up and like mm. being, you know, more feminine and all that great stuff. Um, yeah, this record is fantastic. Um, 10 out of 10. The other record I would recommend is called Kinks Chronicles with a K. Um, this is a compilation album that was released uh, early 70s in uh, America. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, double, it's a double album. So basically what they did was they got somebody to compile all the great kink songs you would have missed in that period and they put it out it's an amazing record um highlights for me on that record are songs like wonder boy um which is uh um she's electric by oasis is pretty much wonder boy by the kinks so i like things like that that americans have like no reference to um oasis would never do that make songs (laughs) that direct rip off of other Sixties uh, bit British Oasis. Songs. They would talk about the Gallagher's, that. right? <laughs> they would never do that. Yes. No. Um, Come on now. Other things on here that I love, <laughs> uh, like tracks, Mister Pleasant, King Kong, like just things that uh, it gives you reference to the Kings because you, you have like no reference in America. You go from Sunny mm-hmm. Afternoon to sure. Lola, which yeah, yeah. and then you're like, what? It doesn't really make so, a lot of sense. Ape Man. Yeah, that's my Ape favorite Man. Kings Kinks song. Killer tune that's on this compilation. Hmm. Um, Waterloo Sunsets on here. Uh, Victoria, you know, classic kink songs. And this is just, it's on Spotify, which I was surprised that they actually like kept it in. The- All right, now we're recording again. Sorry for that jarring. <laughs> sorry for that jarring uh, jolt there. I accidentally you just cut that. it out. Yeah. Yeah, Mike. You'll Mike. do the work in post. Right? Yeah, I'll clean it up in post. Mike's doing the post. Okay. Uh, the Kinks. <laughs> The Kings. <laughs> Check out the Kings Check Chronicles. The Kings. They, uh, it's on Spotify. It's really, really good. It's a great compilation of everything that you you need and want, and yeah. uh, it holds up. It's the best Kings thing. All right. So Kinks. Cool. Check Keep it, it out, kinky. man. Check it out. Keep it kinky. Well, gentlemen, is there anything else we wanted to cover? I love it that we had to edit that. You had to cut back in for us to be like. Well, well that's me. the end. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's all right. Before, before we go, ladies and gentlemen, we'll we'll go. take oh, it off the stand. Le- uh, Luke's gonna have Talking his, right his monologue. I just like to say that it's it's been a pleasure, and <laughs> it's been for her pleasure. <laughs>
choo-choo. Where is Ladies the train whistle? I think it's at my house. No one's going to have any reference because no, anybody that watches no. this video is never ha- going to have listened to any episodes of this no. podcast beforehand. And they will never listen to another one either. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, it's been fun. All right. Well, if don't we don't... You give me, give me the, give me the give train, the guys. Floor. Give me the train. Oh, we're, the train. We're gonna go. We're gonna I'm bring gonna it. The whole next episode, I'm just gonna dead stare into the Good lord. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information, and links to other shows please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.